if you don't make steps towards change, change can't happen. Yeah. Put and, that and on a there- t-shirt. Lynn, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind the scenes, no hold barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from three ladies who are living that lifestyle. I'm Casey, and today we're talking about being a woman in the entrepreneurial world. And that's my dog who is not a woman. Uh, but I am joined by two amazing women that I get the honor of working with inside LI. And that is Lynn Neiman from Wander Your Way. And Lily Fouts from lilyannfouts.com. Hello, ladies. Hey, Casey. Hello. So we are diving in on all that has to do with being a woman in this crazy, crazy entrepreneurial journey that we have all been on. So I'm going to go first because one of the things that I want to bring up that definitely was something that I made the mistake of doing was not valuing my services. As a travel planner, I definitely was not charging enough when I first started my business. And I find that women, we just tend to do that a little bit more. We tend to maybe not value all the skills that we have, all the experience that we have when we don't charge enough. And we need to be better about that. We need to have the confidence in ourselves. We need to know that what we are offering up, whether or not it's services or products, that it is of value and that we need to charge accordingly. I know like when I would like time, how much time I would like work on somebody's trip and then how much I was making, I was like, oh, I'm making $5 an hour. (laughs) Right. So I was like, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't why I decided to become an entrepreneur. You know, I wanted to be able to obviously make a good living. So one of the things that I did was I actually did have some female friends who I was planning a trip for. And I remember feeling comfortable enough and they were older than me and they were women that I respected and still do respect. And I asked them, I'm like, Hey, you know, if I would have charged like a little differently, if I would have charged this or that, would you guys have felt comfortable paying? And they were like, hell yes. You know, they were definitely, you know, very um, supportive of, of what I was doing and valued what I was doing. So that kind of, I think, gave me a little bit of the confidence to start charging more. But I do think that that's something that we as women just don't do. And, yeah. you know, we need to stop. Absolutely. I think when, when you're first starting out, the whole idea of pricing your services is very, very daunting and can be very overwhelming. And the things that you kind of have to think about that often get missed when you're first starting are things like, you know, you have to pay those lovely taxes and there's nobody there to help you with that. You have to pay for your own health insurance. Um, shout out to Obamacare for me. Um, and other things, you have to really have an idea of what your monthly um, bills are, your monthly expenses, and you should include the fun stuff in that as well. And use that to kind of guide your pricing more than anything else. Um, I do have a couple of fun facts for you guys. Uh, women make 83 cents <laughs> to the dollar of what men, so for every dollar that a man brings, 
um, we make 83 cents. That is means that women lose out more than $500 billion a year. Holy crap. Let that sink in. That is crazy. And if we break it down even more, so that's women in general, that's the overall uh, womanhood. Uh, Latinas, 55 cents per dollar. American Indian or Alaska Native, 60 cents. Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander, 63 cents. Black women, 63 cents. Asian women, 87 cents per dollar. And moms, here's a fun one. Women are more than overall. But still less than men. Still less than men. That's really interesting, though. Um, moms earn 71 cents for every dollar paid to fathers, which is a loss of $16,000 annually. And of course, something that I thought was very, very interesting. And I found all of this on American Association of University Women. So that's AAUW, who has had uh, 40 year, 140 years of research advocacy and um, a lot of amazing hard work there. But this loss translates to women getting less in social security because they were paid less. So even after you stop working, you are still earning so much less because you were paid less while you were working. So, and women tend to live, tend to live longer. So they're, they have that, like, you know, even though they maybe get more over time, they're not getting as much. Yep. It's really shocking when you see those numbers. It It really, really is. And the fact that it's broken down, um, that it has to be broken down by um, ethnicity is yeah. there's no, there's no right. reason for that within, right. you know, we're already suffering as women enough. There shouldn't be that gap either. You know, right. that's horrific. Yeah. So yeah, those are just some facts I wanted to make sure that people knew um, because how you price yourself, you got to remember that in this world, you have the control as an entrepreneur, you have the control to dictate your pricing. So do it to where you're comfortable. Does that mean you're going to start out the gate at, you know, $75,000 a year? I mean, depending on your skills, you probably could. In my skills, when I first started as a virtual assistant, that was not the case, (laughs) but I have worked up to it and I did undercharge to begin with. And so when I talk to my V, I call them my VA babies, my, my, uh, my students um, that I coach in this whole process, they don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> because they right. have somebody who's been there. That's like, no, 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 no. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that's so true. And, you know, and, and as an entrepreneur, you know, as a woman, then you have the ability to not be only making 83 cents, mm-hmm. you know, for what a man is making. You can, you can make more if you want. <laughs> Heck yeah. You're dictating, <laughs> dictate that money. Exactly. There's a book I read exactly. uh, a few years ago called women don't ask. And I think one of the yeah. responsibilities we have as women is to make that ask. We need to, we need to stand up for ourselves and demand that. Yep. Because That's we an are amazing not being point. treated fairly. We need to ask to be treated fairly. Exactly. Yep. Especially Amen if you're to doing that, all the work. Yeah. I'm clapping. I'm clapping and snapping. Yep. I'm serious. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So Lily, you got something to say. Yeah. I Yeah, I would like to bring up the fact that one of the challenges we have in the entrepreneurial world as women is that our ideas and the things that we bring to the table are often not given the same level of weight as what a man. We could bring an identical idea or suggestion to the table and it's kind of blown off or ignored compared to when a man brings the suggestion, it's what a wonderful idea. And so that is something that we have to battle with 
as women in this world. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I don't know that there is a super easy answer to, but I do think that we have a responsibility as women to maybe point out when we see that happening so that the awareness becomes more, because if we don't bring it up, if we don't point it out, nobody knows that a lot of times these things happen subconsciously. I don't think people intentionally ignore us or want to do that. Generational sexism. Intentionally sexist, but there's this underlying cultural thing there that Mm -hmm. we need to point out so that they become aware of it and we can eventually get past that. Absolutely. I think, you know, in our lives, we've come across and worked with so many amazing men. And this is all of my clients throughout my career. So this is five plus years. And and there's been quite a few men. At first, it was all men. Um, there's so many amazing men that would, if you point it out to them, would be horrified that that mm-hmm. is how that's happening, right? It's, right. It's, it's subconscious. That does not forgive it. So I think we as women, like you said, we have to point it out so that they can be better moving forward, right? And so that they can right. be more cognizant of their actions and what they're saying and doing um, because they just might, like you said, might not realize it. Again, not an excuse, yeah. but if we don't point it out, if you don't make steps towards change, change can't happen. Yeah. Put and, that and on a they're... t-shirt. <laughs> and if they're not aware of it, you know, if it's subconscious, yeah. they're not aware of it, then they can't make mm-hmm. that change. So exactly. Yeah. Give them a chance yeah. to change. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it can Agreed. be, it can be really challenging because we yeah. often mm-hmm. care about these guys. We know they don't mean anything and it's hard to bring it out because we don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. Yeah. Right. But if we don't, what's going to change, you know? So, and this goes have for to- outside of the entrepreneurial world. Just yeah. in relationships, right? In general, yes. It yeah, happens this in- goes for everything. Yeah. 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 So, yes, so say something. In romantic relationships. It mm-hmm. happens in families. It happens with mm-hmm. you know fathers and brothers. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, this is a systemic, cultural, like long-standing yeah. thing. Right. Generational sexism. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. there's generational trauma, there can be generational sexism. I agree a hundred percent. So yeah. I think that us having using our voice to stand up for ourselves, right? We don't yep. need, we don't need anybody but us. We can talk, we can talk the talk and walk the walk and let them know what's working and what isn't. And that's okay. So girls out there and guys don't take no ish, stand yep. up for yourself. That's let right. them know, give them a chance to change. Now, if they don't change after that, that tells you about them, then you yep. can make the decision yep. whether you want to go forward or not. Right. But uh, yeah, what I want to talk about is how when I first started on my journey um, to location independence, right? Not even just uh, VA work, but just location independence and that whole idea, I did not see myself represented. And that's not saying that there weren't women out there. There's tons of women out there doing this. And I'm so proud of every single one of them, but not one of them looked like me. Not, not one of them was my weight, my age, et cetera. I, I did not have the dream of, of being on a beach or on a boat and, you know, doing all this stuff and that stuff, which to some people is is ideal. And I say, Hey, go for it. You wear that. You look awesome. You jump off that boat with your laptop. Don't get in the water with the laptop. That's silly, (laughs) but still you live the life you want to live. My point is that I did not see somebody in their late thirties. And now I'm in my mid, mid forties. I don't know how old I am. I'm that old. 
I'm that old. I have no idea how old I'm older I, than you are, Casey. Um, <laughs> I know. And how you can remember your age is just amazing to me because I can't remember mine. But I never saw myself represented. And that was very, it was very hard for me to think that this could be my life because all I saw were, you know, let's be honest, it was like 70 to 80% men. And that 20% of women were young, weren't me. There were 20 somethings and God bless them. Get out there, do your thing. But it just wasn't me. So that was a hard um, thing to overcome when I was first starting out is that it actually was possible for me and for people that were like me. So I don't know. What are your guys' experience with that? I, well, I'm 56. So <laughs> how you remember your age? I don't know. I guess I just have some good, gen- <laughs> good brain genetics. You do. Thank God. Um, yeah. You know, I, I agree a hundred percent. You know, it's like I started on my journey, what, you know, probably 11 years ago. So I was in, I was in my mid forties. So I was probably what you are now, Casey. And, you know, I, I certainly didn't see people my age. Everybody was younger, but I was kind of like, F it, you know, it's like, yes. you know, I, I, this is what I want to do. And if I'm one of the few people paving the way into doing it at my age, you know, I was fine with that, you know, because I, I kind of wanted to show like other, you know, older women that you could do this, especially because, you know, a lot of women who are my age, you know, their kids are gone, you know, they're, they're out of the house, you know, or close to it if they're not. And they're kind of in that next phase of their life. So, you know, why not? you know, and hopefully I can kind of be, you know, a little bit of an inspiration to that. You know, I don't, you know, I was never married. I don't have kids. Um, you know, I had my aging parents, but you know, it's like, I, I just didn't care. You know, I saw so many of the young people and I thought, no, that's not me. You know, like, like you said, Casey power to them for going out there and doing it. But, you know, I kind of wanted to pave the way and just be an older woman kind of doing my own thing. Love it. It's never too late, never too (laughs) late to go out there and follow your dreams and start a new business or, you know, get a new certification or whatever it is that you Mm -hmm. feel like you want to do. I, I don't feel like there is a point where it's like, no, I'm too old for that. I think that's a pretty lame excuse to be honest. And that's what it is. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's funny. I had a, I had a, I had a friend who that just reminds me of something. She, (laughs) she was probably only like in her thirties, maybe even in her early thirties and thing. And she wanted to go back to school to be a teacher. And she's like, I feel like I'm too old to go back to school. And I was like, no, you're not. it was me. Like, I'm like, no, you're not. There's no way, you know, it's like, there are oh. people going back to school at 70, you know, who cares? Absolutely. You know? One go. of my classmates in, when I went back, when I went to school and when I was a, I was a traditional student, but I was in school to be a teacher. One of my classmates was in her sixties getting the same degree I was getting. Absolutely. She turned into a really good friend. I will tell you, I will quote the late, great Sophia Petrillo from the Golden Girls. And and as often as you guys will hear me on this podcast, you will find that I love every aspect of the Golden Girls. She said, she walked into a room and she said, I think I'm going to go back to school and be a lawyer. And Dorothy looks at her and goes, Ma, you're 80 years old. Or no, my, you'll be 85 when you graduate. And she looked at her and said, I'll be 85 anyways. That struck me so hard at that moment in life. And that was late 80s, early 90s that I, I, to this day can remember that. I mean, apparently not very well, but I do remember it. 
Um, and it, it really has helped move me forward in life. Yeah. It really has been a big, big beacon. I want to circle back real quick on something that, um, that you said, Lynn, about the balance of life. So a lot of women in this entrepreneurial world, um, you're balancing kids or your aging parents or both. And God bless the ones that are doing it both. I yeah. hats right. off. That's a lot yeah. of work. Um, it is. All, all of us have been caretakers to aging parents or grandparents. Um, and mm-hmm. the toll that that takes on you mentally and physically on top of having uh, your own business and having to run it, there's nobody else that can like usually take your place, um, can be daunting. But I like to see that as a superpower. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, you can do mother effing anything. And yep. I'm trying to be good and not say the real words. Sorry. I think I already I do, did. I, I already oh, did. did you? Okay, good. I, I was the Get first that one bleep to drop that bomb. <laughs> Get the bleep button, Chris. He doesn't have Get to ready. do that with the guys. He doesn't have to do that with the guys, but with the girls, yeah, well, you're going to have to. Yep, exactly. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, I've gone through as I was actually starting my businesses when my mom was not doing well. So I was starting my business as my mom was in, you know, her last year of her life mm-hmm. in those last months. And yeah, it's hard, you know, and now I have my, you know, my dad who's 91, whose health is not, you know, what it once was. So it's hard. Um, it's mm-hmm. hard to to balance it all. But the upside is when you are making your own schedule, you are making your own schedule. So I get to be here, you know, with my dad. It was the same way with my mom. It's like, you know, I was getting up in the middle of the night with my mom, but it's like, I didn't have to worry about getting up the next morning and having to go to the office, you know, Um, same here with my dad. It's like when he, you know, it's like when, when he loves golf. So you're like, (laughs) when the golf starts on Thursday afternoon and I'm maybe, you know, sitting here working, I can take, you know, and go and sit out with him for 15 or 20 minutes even and watch a little bit of the golf with him and have a chat with him, you know, and those are moments you can't get back, you know, absolutely bonding because we've all lost, you know, we've, we've, we've lost, you know, parents, grandparents. So we know what that's like. You don't get that time back. It's the same if you're a mom, with kids, mm-hmm. you know, those times when they're little, you're not going to get those times back. So that is the plus. It's just yes. a lot to balance. And you, I think one of the big things that, that we as women, of course, sometimes we put everybody else first. We need to be sure yeah. we take care of ourselves too. So, yes. A yeah. hundred. That's a big challenge. I feel like, um, yeah, the, the taking care of yourself is a, is a point that I think we need to and, and it can be really, really challenging. Like sometimes who can take my place? That's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I feel like, like what you were saying, Lynn, the ability to do this, this time that you will never get back. Um, last year, my uncle passed away and he and my mother had been sort of together caring for my grandfather. And when he passed away unexpectedly, I had the flexibility because I was location independent to step in and take care of my grandfather for a while while my mom dealt with all of the affairs related to my uncle's passing. So that was something yeah. that I felt like even though 
you know, it was a sad situation. I was not stuck in a cubicle nine to five and unable to do anything. I had the flexibility to go out there and help, which was really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hard choices um, that when you have a desk job or a nine to five job, because um, I had one when I was um, caring for my father and he had a two and a half year battle with cancer. And so I actually had to quit. I had to because he needed 24 hour care and he was under my mother's insurance. So there was no choice. And oftentimes that's a decision you have to make. But if you are the one that has the insurance, then what do you do? Right. Having a life where you do make a lot more of the rules, it does make it easier in that you don't have to make life altering decisions based on where your money's coming from. I had my father and then he passed. And then I took care of my grams when I was starting my business. So it's funny you said that. Um, and then I've had to take care of my mom who is still with us, but she is a cancer. Uh, she lives with cancer. So I don't know how many jobs between those three people I seriously would have had to quit and walk away from, whether I love them or not because of that. Um, so that is a definite plus for this. It can be hard. It can be challenging. Um, but the benefits, I think we all agree, um, outweigh the negatives when it comes to um, starting your own your own business and, and getting it off the ground. And speaking and of Chris, positives. Chris, Chris just buzzed yeah. us out. But oh, we're going to keep Chris. rolling. We're going to keep rolling, Chris. So such a buzzer, such a buzzkill, <laughs> such a buzzkill. Oh, literal buzzkill. Like, hey, we're having a good time taking this podcast over. We're going to yeah. keep going. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. boys. You may never get it back. Um, never. Let's talk about some of the the positives of being a woman in in the entrepreneurial world. Um, I'm going to start with the fact that there is quite literally amazing friendships that are formed based on a uh, life of shared experiences. So we're three examples. We are all very close yeah. and I could not survive in this world, in this business, in anything without these other two ladies. They have been my rock during hard times. They've been my laughter during hard and good times. And I just could not do what I do without them. So there's a little, a little love for y'all. What do you guys Aww. think? It's, it's a sisterhood. <laughs> I mean, I, yes. I really, you know, I yeah. really feel like it's a sisterhood because, you know, you know, yeah, it's like you can say everybody who's an, who's on that entrepreneur journey on the location indie journey, you know, we definitely are family, but yes. you know, the women just kind of, mm -hmm. you know, our experience, you know, like we're bringing up is just a wee bit different. And so I think that yeah. that just kind of um, brings us even that much closer. I mean, I know I feel that way about both of you and, you know, some of our, some of the members that we have. Oh, yes. Location India. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely... You know, uh, you know, I was shout out to Lauren and Kristen, who were like my two girls on my calls today. And I was like, two of my favorites, you know, and I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> but I was like loving it. It's like, you know, because yeah. they're just, you know, you just have those bonds, I think, with with the women. And it is it's a sisterhood oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All the women get it in a way that mm -hmm. the guys just don't bless them. We love them. But, you know. We have experiences yeah. that they don't understand. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I give a shout out to all the ladies of the LI community. Um, we are so blessed to have you surrounding us and um, the give and take that we have within the community with everybody, yep. men and women, yeah. um, is actually 
inspirational. So mm. thank you to the ladies and thank you to everybody else out there. Um, one of the other things I wanted to say about that I think is, a, is an amazing thing that we as women do in this world is we give back to the people that are coming up. So it's not just um, us looking forward all the time. We still have our hand out behind us, helping those that are trying to get to where we are and surpass us, um, which I think is amazing. And I don't always see that. I mean, we're very lucky with Trav and Jay because that's like their motto. They are all about helping people get to where they are and surpass. Um, But I think women as a whole, we are very, very good at thinking of others. I think that's, <laughs> that yeah. can be both a good and a bad, but right. in this particular thing, mm-hmm. definitely. I think that that is something that is one of our superpowers as women is helping those that want to get where we are. Helpful, caring in many cases. And yes, one of the things this last paradise pack we ran, one of the things I was so proud of is how many women are represented in that, in yes. that level that we had. So I, I'm, I'm, I love to see that because that's not something that you see a lot in, in the business world. It's, it's often very men heavy. And I think that the fact that um, LI location indie made such an effort to include lots of women in this, in this last year's pack. I was, I was so happy to see that. Casey's counting them up. I, I really am. They <laughs> we're on a zoom call. So everybody knows. So we can see I, know, I, I, I see Casey 16. and she's counting. 16 out of, out of how many? 27? 27. Oh, wow. Now, some so of these are half. couples. Like, yeah, like two-thirds. Some are okay, couples, couples, but mostly uh, individual women. And what they're offering in this in the pack is just just stunning. Yeah. 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 If you yeah, guys I, missed I, out, you missed out. Neener, neener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I think I, I agree with both of you that, you know, we tend to like, you know, like, I loved that metaphor, Casey, that you said about like reaching back and sort of helping, helping maybe like the, you know, maybe younger people, maybe not younger people, might be people that are, you know, women that are even our own age, but just being able to help other women and lift them up. And I think it's just because, you know, it's like, not to, not to be mean, but sometimes I think guys can be a little competitive. <laughs> we love you, man. We, 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 I, and yes, we do. We totally love you, well, man. Well, I know some but, competitive women too, but. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you are absolutely right. I mean, you're probably looking at, we're probably all pretty competitive right here. But I think sometimes there's also like, you know, men maybe can be a little bit more that way. And so I think, you know, for yeah. women, it's like, you know, we're just, we are really willing to kind of be mentors and, and, and yes. help those those that are kind of on their way up as well. So, yeah. No. I think that that is awesome. I think that's definitely an amazing trait that I know the three women on this call, we all share together for sure yes. is constantly wanting to give back and and help whoever it is, men or women, whoever it is behind us. Um, so, yeah, we kind of went over. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed our chat. Um, we will be coming back with a few more episodes intermixed with the boys. Um, so hopefully that's okay with you. Um, if not, you can just skip those episodes. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. As the Demi Lovato says, um, the the, the lady takeover. Yes. Girls are in the house. Um, yeah. So thank you very much for joining us. I will tell you that I've completely forgotten how they sign off. Um, so we're just going to say thank you for joining us and hopefully you'll catch us on the next time that we're on. And Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.